Good evening and welcome to Cheater and the Rude on the Progressive Radio Network. We are moving sideways. I hope you will counterbalance us by moving your luggage to the other side of the airplane. It's a small, tiny craft and according to Michelle Bachman, it's going to crash into the wall and give us communism. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, boys, girls, you don't, you don't want to listen to this. This has been an exciting uh, time period since the last time that we had a cheater on the road and i can't wait to get right to it this week or this episode we're not gonna time doesn't really exist time is um i don't want to say it's a flat circle but it's definitely a round square this time period what we're gonna talk about last week and dumb we're gonna play a little game called hey indiana and we're gonna discuss standing on the shoulders of idiots and why some people feel the need to yell things from the top of mountains, which are molehills in their own deluded little minds. But let's run down uh, this week in dumb, which was actually last week in dumb, uh, but it was still pretty dumb. Uh, we're going to get a little perspective, because I know at least in terms of the what, where we are on the round square that we are uh, on the corner. What I'm trying to say without really saying it, I'm trying to sound cool saying it, is that last week at least we didn't have a show. So, last week in Dumb, um, I'm going to catch you up on some of the news that happened before, which perhaps moving forward will help frame. Last week in Dumb! Last week in Dumb, fellow Princeton alum Ted Cruz forced kids to watch him declare his fourth party candidacy. He went on Obamacare because his wife left her job at Goldman Sachs. These are all things that I don't know why they're not more reported. And uh, he said he's like Galileo because he ignores scientific reasons, which, like Galileo, is the opposite of Galileo. Uh, Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty looked through uh, Pat Robertson's trash cans for a speech. Uh, Instead, he found the first ten pages of the script for Law Abiding Citizen, which is that movie with... uh, Jimmy Fox and I think Gerard Butler about a home invasion. The guy watches his family killed and violated in front of his eyes and he sets about seeking vengeance himself. And then, anyway, he found that script and then he read it aloud. That being he, being Phil Robertson, not Gerard Butler, who was not in the news last week uh, because he doesn't have good PR. George Zimmerman compared himself to Anne Frank. And he claimed he was persecuted by President Obama and a victim of Skittles public relations. There was a deadline television critic who complained about all the good television and even non-working white male Jews suggested casting her in Phil Robertson's upcoming speech. (laughs) You gotta look. Indiana reclaimed her glorious past, created a statewide version of Hickory circa 1951, complete with disdain for outsiders, alcoholic fathers, lack of modern industry, and, because he's in everything, Gene Hackman. George Zimmerman, George, or George Zimmerman, or Jimmerman, which is, George Zimmerman, I don't, why do I read? I should just, uh, we'll get through this. George Zimmerman said that he's, he's Gene Hackman. Ted Cruz said that he's Barbara Hershey. Phil Robertson talked about both of them getting violated and was then arrested under the new Indiana law. He lost his A&E health insurance. He went on Obamacare, but has refused treatment by Indiana doctors 
because I religiously object to what they imagine will happen to him in prison. Then he dies filming an all-white version of Neighborhoodie's Watch. Neighborhoodie. Hoodie. Watch. And there was a plane crash involving Michelle Bachman's sanity. All right. So that happened last week. And what's been the big carryover? I think Ted Cruz can thank, or Cruz can thank Indiana uh, for taking up his uh, airspace. Just as we were having fun breaking down what he's done, not done, said or not said, or family matters. Um, Indiana's come on uh, the scene pretty strong with their with their um, what do we call it? Pizza law. They're you're entitled to be a jerk. Well, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this, you don't need to be educated on the basics of the issues. Maybe something. Maybe you didn't see the deadline article, uh, but you know what's going on in Indiana. Um, so I'm just gonna skip right ahead to a little game I like to call "Hey Indiana." Hey Indiana. Does protecting religious freedom include covering up pedophilia? I'm asking for a friend who happens to be a church. Hey, Indiana, what if my religion requires me to end homophobia, fix our crumbling infrastructure, level the economic playing field, and provide health care for all? What happens then? Hey, Indiana, what's it like having Arkansas? seem tolerant and forward-thinking compared to you. I mean, on you know, the plus side, at least you have some things worth boycotting. I don't know why. I guess because you're in the middle of the country, and according to comedians, Indianapolis is actually the prime spot if you want to be a road comedy because it's got the most like little cities with comedy clubs within a four-hour drive. So Indianapolis is a place. It's a city in the middle. Arkansas doesn't have anything. Arkansas has a history of overweight governors. That's Huckabee and Clinton for those people. Score and probably the original John Arkansas, I imagine, was a fat ass. Oh, ding 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 I don't mean to publicly shame anybody that's overweight. The thing is, Indianapolis, Arkansas is making me look bad. I mean, you're making yourself look bad, but if you want to take a step to the side. Hey, Indiana! Don't pretend that your laws are like the other 19 whatever states that have similar laws. They're not, because the other states, they're bad laws, but they talk about public institutions, government institutions and their rights. This is actually regulating interactions between private parties, you know, like a nanny would in a nanny state. It's almost like everything you say is the opposite of what it really is. I can't... Hey! Indiana... Did you know that when you decided to end uh, access to abortions, close abortion clinics, it caused a massive outbreak in HIV? You didn't know. Well, it's in the news. You should look it up in the news on the internet while you still have internet providers willing to work in your state. Yeah. It's almost like medical science, common sense, and kindness are all legitimate things. Hey, Indiana. Thank you for reminding me of this wonderful thing about religion. Religions are tax-exempt. So that means that you and I, fellow listener, we're subsidizing their hate. Yeah. Heaven forbid we should subsidize health care. No. 
Let's subsidize religion because of all the good it's done in the world. All the great things that religion has done in the world. It can fit on the back of a dollar bill, just above the all-seeing eye and the Illuminati triangle. Yeah, this is PRN. I know somebody's got a whole freaking show dedicated to that eyeball, so look it up. Or don't look it up. I don't even, why am I, who am I talking to, Indiana? Hey, Indiana! How does it feel that Indiana Jones no longer likes having, uh, hey, Indiana, how does it feel knowing that Sean Connery wishes he had named his son after the dog? See, that was a, uh, that, that one requires some, there's a scene in one of the Indiana Jones movies where Sean Connery, who played Indiana Jones' father, said that he named the dog Indiana, and really, I don't even remember what Indiana Jones, who's played by Harrison Ford, who previously played Star Wars guy, I don't remember what even, what his, what they said his name was, but the point is, Indiana, thank you for reminding me about tax exemptions, <laughs> How the uh, invisible hand of the market is really behind everything. I mean, it's giving us all the finger, the invisible hand is. It's lifting us up higher and higher. Money talks, bullshit walks. So, quoted uh, Sandy Fleichman, that was her name, the, the woman that Fran Drescher played in. In Spinal Tap said that. I got a look from Tony Hendren who's playing the band manager, Ian Faith. And did you know Tony Hendren and I run a, a radio show website called The Final Edition? Yeah, it airs right after this show. Not only that, it's uh, it's archived. It's it's iTunes. It's down, SoundCloud. It's everywhere. The Final Edition of Radio Hour at thefinaledition.com. We are moving away from whatever we're not walking towards. The Christopher Walken. You think that's how Christopher Walken came up with the way he talked? That he was just kind of sitting there bullshitting, and then he said, I'm Christopher Walken. And then he said, Holy cow. All right, anyway, <clears throat> we've lost the thread. Has there been a thread or a threat? Religion, tax exemption, money. I mean, it really, this all really comes down to money and control, don't you think? You control people. So you keep them as economic slaves, keep them as chattel, keep them beholden to whatever powerful institutions it is that you control, be they a corporation or a church. Ironic, by the way, that the uh, Arkansas bill was defeated by Walmart, our latest church. Um, but if these things are true, if, uh, you know, Tax exemption runs in religion. It's just a matter of time until some corporations decide to become religions. And now this message from the final edition, Radio Hour. Major corporations continue to be nervous about corporate taxes going up and loopholes being closed. Our very own Money Honey Bunny Bucks has the scoop. Will a second-term Obama finally implement his plan to tax big corporations till they bleed? What do they do? Fred Bread, Deloitte Professor of Voodoo Accounting at the University of Phoenix, thinks he knows. In our crazy deist republic, what corporate entities have the juiciest tax breaks of all? Um, GM. GE? No, silly! Religions! So, if a corporation can prove it's actually a religion, they will pay zero taxes. 
To test his theory, Professor Bread took me along with him for a show-and-tell meeting with Robert Iger of the largest entertainment conglomerate in the world, Disney Inc. Okay, Professor, let me get this straight. You're saying the Disney Corporation exhibits all the characteristics of a religion? Yes, a better name would be the Church of the Holy Rodent. Holy Rodent? I don't know. Hear me out. The Rodentine faith centers around three persons, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Icons so sacred, they adorned the planes, tanks, and ships, which won the crusade against fascism in World War II. I guess that's true. So, like the Christian Trinity, the Rodentine Trinity is one in spirit, but with three distinct persons. God the Vermin. Uh-huh. Up and him, pal. God the Duck. <laughs> and God the Holy Goof. <laughs> when you put it like that... Denying it feels almost like blasphemy. Exactly. These are saints so sacred. Not only have they never had sex, they don't even have sexual characteristics. I like where this is going. All Disney females from Snow White to Mary Poppins are virgins, especially Bambi's mother. When she presents the world with her little Bambi, the Bambino. No princess This is genius! Wait, what about Minnie? I would surmise that Minnie had a murky past before she got together with Mickey. Meet Minnie Magdalene. (laughs) You clown. Now that's a global blockbuster. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy return in an animated New Testament. Get me Katzenberg. Finally, there's Disney's immutable doctrine of resurrection after death. Or apparent death. That's true. All the heroines die and come back to life. Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Ariel, Mulan. Heroes, too. What about Mowgli? And Pinocchio. Pinocchio even has a conscience Jiminy Cricket. There's two ways to do anything, the right way and the wrong way. Whose initials are J.C. Pinocchio undergoes the torments of Jonah in the belly of a whale and is transfigured by resurrection into a real boy. I'm a real boy! Plus, plus, his father is a carpenter! Oh, my God. I would argue to the IRS that Pinocchio fulfills the opening words of St. John's Gospel. In the beginning was the wood, and the wood was made flesh. Oh, my God. This is huge. No way we'll ever pay another cent in taxes. In fact, I'm renaming our Florida operations tomorrow. I can see it now. Disney World to come. The magic Kingdom of Heaven! Brilliant! That should cinch it tax-wise. Ye shall be rewarded a thousandfold. Disney has already applied to the IRS for tax-exempt status as an established faith. Experts from Deloitte say it's a slam dunk. Disney will then rebrand itself globally as the Holy Rodent Empire. And you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are. Why are we so dumb?
I mean, why have we actively pursued ignorance and stupidity? We were America. We led the world in everything. And now we're dumb. I mean, you know, as a species, we stand on the shoulders of giants. But it's like, America, we got to the top. And we started complaining about people with the stinky feet. We started having people climb on us or ourselves climb on us and say, you think you're better than me? We looked up and we saw that we could climb on top of these giants. And we said, you think you're better than me? You think you're fucking better than me? Hard work, sacrifice, education. Remember when those things were respected? Yeah. I know. I sound like I'm about to blame the immigrants. I'm not. I don't know. I don't think there is blame. I mean, there is blame to be had, but I'd much rather work on the solution uh, re-energizing. Look, I'm not exactly working hard here. I'm not even wearing pants. I know you expected that. Look, Entitlement. Entitlement has become a dirty word. It shouldn't be a dirty word. There are things about entitlement that is good. The belief that one is inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. That is entitlement. By some definite. I mean, look, it's also putting a name on something. We entitle books. We entitle movies. We entitle generations. You know, we are... Well, you know what? I think maybe this would be best served by me uh, talking about things in a satirical voice, as we like to call them. Um, I recently wrote an article for uh, a newspaper in Colorado because I went there to perform comedy. I know it may not always seem like it here on Cheater and the Rude on the Progressive Radio Network. We're moving to a new location. I, I haven't had caffeine yet is really what the problem is. Hold on, everybody. Now, coffee. Ooh, delicious. This portion of the final edition Radio Hour is sponsored by Starbucks, the fragrance. Introducing Starbucks, the fragrance. Wake up and smell like coffee. Caution, the fragrance you're about to use will make you extremely hot. All right. I've had my coffee. Now it's time. As I was researching my recent trip to Colorado, I read that Jefferson County, Colorado, had proposed new guidelines to make advanced placement U.S. history courses more focused on patriotism, respect, and American exceptionalism. In response, students at several schools walked out of class in protest. And to that, I say... I am sick and tired of these rotten, ungrateful children who think they have some say in their own future. They're lucky we've let them learn at all. Someone should remind these brats that there is no right to education granted in the current Constitution. None. Zero. Zilch. Negative one plus two minus one plus two minus three plus one. The Founding Fathers figured school wasn't as important as combating tyranny. Brewing quality tea and assuring the two-fifths vote of their slaves. 
For centuries, women, minorities, and the poor couldn't even get an education at all, and I think the United States has treated them quite fairly all, don't you think? Or do you hate George Washington's tree made of apple pie that he cut down with a log cabin? I'll get these dumb little pituitary monsters in there complaining in Denver about the type of education they get for free! The nerve of them. Yes, <laughs> I called our kids dumb. Because they are dumb. Most of them can't believe it's not butter. On average, American kids are a year behind their foreign peers in math and science, though they're decades ahead in body mass index. President Barack Obama recently called the United States' horrid test car wars our, quote, Sputnik moment, end quote. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean we're going to blast these dumb kids into space. Now, whose fault is it that the kids are dumb? The teachers? Huh. The politicians? Huh. The parents? Ha, ha, ha! No. I choose to blame the kids themselves because that's easy and they don't have the power to do anything about it! I'm over it! I'm over the coddling. We've given these kids too much leeway, too many chances to wander down fruitless intellectual paths. They're spending too much time questioning authority and too little time respecting it. School shouldn't be a place to learn about critical thinking. Critical thinking only leads to thoughtful protests and well-conceived action and tickets to Burning Man. School should be simply a factory where we assemble future loyal employees, consumers, and marketing executives to feed the money-making machine that is true American exceptionalism. So with that in mind, here are my bullet point proposals for not just advanced basement curriculum, but all curriculum, grades kindergarten through minimum wage. Teachers should eliminate all reference to depressing truths about America. Depressed kids don't buy as much stuff, so don't talk about sad things like Native American genocide or internment or war profiteering or women's suffrage. Just shh, shh, Our kids should... Memorize the noble adventures of the true patriots, like Standard Oil, AIG, Enron, and the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory. Textbooks should be rewritten to reflect the tragic impact of child labor laws, to show the North American Free Trade Agreement winning the Vietnam War and explain how the ACLU killed Santa Claus. Preschoolers should only be given debit cards. I am adamant about this. High-limit credit cards should not be mandatory until the third grade. Advanced placement classes should help kids learn to make change, not be changed, to work in customer service and sign predatory lending documents with glee. And lessons in all grades should ultimately focus on identifying and being obsessed with money and the material things it can buy. Oh, and how to get thankless jobs to pay for those things. Now look, I'm sure this seems extreme to many of you. You worry about condemning our kids to lives of mindless toil and consumption. Well, they should have thought about that before they chose to be born. Don't be afraid, parents. Don't give in to your fear. What if Christopher Columbus had given in to his fear? Well, we'd never have discovered this great, basically uninhabited land. By teaching kids to become unquestioning cogs in a massive economic machine will remove critical thinking from their brains, leaving room for more exceptionalism, more patriotism, more America. After all, more is just an anagram 
for Rome. And don't we want our children's future to burn as brightly as the great Republic of Rome? Now let me play a fiddle. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for Arkansas. And then he found Indiana. That is what he wanted, y'all. I think you, uh, I think you understand what I'm talking about. We're dumb. Dum 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 be do be dum 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 be do be dum ya 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 ya. Look, we're not just fiddling while Rome burns. We're firing the firefighters. <laughs> we're ridiculing the people that could put out the problem, literally. And in the case of educators, scientists, financial regulators, and more, figuratively. I mean, we're like, figuratively meaning like they're we're, we're literally doing it, but they're like, like they're figurative firefighters. Hey, our reliance on the financial industry is leaving us politically beholden to a few moneyed interests. It's sapping our intellectual strength by taking our best minds. It's opened us up to a catastrophic terrorist civil attack engineered by a short seller with an overseas bank account. And it's opened up a San Andreas fault between the haves and the haves not the future and the past, the reality and the potential of all of our people. We should do something. Burn her! She's a witch! Um, there's like a bunch of water rising up from melting ice caps and also extreme weather that's like never been seen before and also like we have a scientific consensus on this and we don't have the infrastructure to even withstand current climate reality let alone the future like go back to berkeley you dirty hippie uh actually bro like berkeley's been the source of some of the most brutal and unnecessary authoritarian crackdowns on peaceful protests like you think it's all weed and hairy army pits but like (laughs) army pits i mean armpits is stupid but like that kid was killed that that kid was killed in the bart station and they're like mini riots all the time i mean it's kind of screwed up man security did you know that like security accounts for like 20% 20% or more, I haven't looked it up yet, of like our American workforce, like people providing protective services, security guards, police, firefighters, government officials, like we're protect. that's effed up, man. Like if 1% of the population has all the stuff, the rest of it is protecting all the stuff. But who's protecting the rest of the people from the people that have all the stuff not being able to protect the protectors from the future, that uncertainty that has been uh, generated by the fact or by the forces that have generated the profits for the 1% in the first place, man? Dirty armpit! Ah! There will never be a dirty armpit in SAE. There will never be a dirty armpit in SAE. This can go on and on. We can talk about the cult of the market, about privatization. We can do other things, but we've got other things to do. If you know what I mean. There will never be a devil do ba da So I'm going to end this week's Cheat in the Rude. Listen to the final edition. Radio Arts coming up next. Um... On this point and thought. So I recently tweeted on my Twitter, Jeff Chrysler, J-E-F-F-K-R-E-I-S-L-E-R. Best part of religious freedom, religions are taxes them, so you and I subsidize their hate. Heaven forbid we subsidize health care. Yeah, you heard me talk about that earlier on the hate Indiana portion of the show. Uh, I got someone objecting to that because it stereotypes religion. Which brings us to the recent discussion. We can pivot around Trevor Noah as the new host of Daily Show. Congratulations to him, by the way. Uh, the recent discussion about 
E.B. White once said, analyzing humor is like dissecting a frog. Few people are interested and the frog dies of it. Look, I love comedy a lot. And I obviously believe it can have a powerful effect on people, ideas, and society. Heck, I gave up Exeter, Princeton, Law School, Easy Wealth, probable traditional social influence for comedy. But maybe, just maybe, you have to stop. You stop the think pieces and outrage and predictable arguments and circle jerkular progression of praise, criticism, backlash, analysis, praise, criticism, blah, 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 blah. Just take a freaking minute or two before you rush blog some pivot point argument we missed, but really need to consider. Guess what? We didn't miss it. We've already considered it, and we decided we don't need to consider it anymore. Yeah, 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 I understand. Comedy is suddenly very, quote, important. Mostly because we've undermined traditional authority like science and media, education, and qualified experts. But Jesus H. Samuel L. Clemens, this is my life, and I don't even waste this much time on it. It's not the critic who counts, said Teddy Roosevelt. It's the guy in the corner with a microphone making stupid jokes. Apparently. This has been another episode of Cheater and the Root on the Progressive Radio Network. You can uh, find out more about us, The Rude Pundit. He's got a blog, Jeff Chrysler, K-R-A-S-L-E-R. Also a book, Get Rich Cheating, and my uh, website with Tony, The Final Edition, which has a radio show coming up next. Thank you, guys. Stay happy. Enjoy whatever holiday you celebrate.